Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time there in Mississauga, uh, Canada. Wow, meetings were good. People were so hungry. I, it, I say it every week. I get blown away every single week seeing how uh, receptive people are about the coming of the Lord. It's so exciting. I know it has to excite the Lord because we're about to all see Him face to face. Hey, if you're anywhere near South Dakota this next weekend, we'll be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at Victory Life Church. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, we'll have a great time. Uh, we're coming to you every week that, that look into the things that point to what's happening around Israel that show us how close we are to the coming of the Lord. We know that the second coming has tons of signs. I think in our new book it says there's 79 signs. But the rapture is signless. So if you can see what's going to happen just after the rapture, it gives you a little bit of a time frame. And I mean, we can't pinpoint that exactly. But uh, Paul said, you're not in darkness of that day would overtake you. Remember about end time teaching, Jesus said, don't be deceived, don't be troubled. Paul said, I want you happy, hopeful, and I want you comforted. There is no bad news for the church. If you hear end time preaching, it scares you. It's not Bible. They're horrible news for the world, but for the church, there's only wonderful things. You remember when Jesus walked into town, those demons started crying out, or have you come to torment us before the time? I love that there was instant submission before he even opened his mouth. They're submitting to him. And they knew that Jesus was on a schedule, but he was early. So if demons can know the schedule, how much more the church? So why would we want to get into end time teaching? Well, when you see the finish line, you run faster. It's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. Uh, you, your priorities are different when the clock's ticking down. In a football game, the last couple of seconds of the clock, you're, everything is super, super urgent. So that has to get into the church. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel. Some things have happened all over the Middle East and literally happening all over the world that are pointing to literally World War III, pointing to the tribulation, and most of all, pointing to the return of the king. Probably number one would be the massive earthquake in Turkey and Syria. As of today's count, there was over 11,000 people killed. They said the count's probably going to go to 20,000 people killed. That's absolutely staggering. What's crazy, there was a Dutch seismologist that three days before the earthquake, he said there's coming a massive earthquake with the exact area mapped out that where it happened, even to the point where the epicenter will be. It was exactly where the epicenter was in that earthquake. So we need to pay attention when guys say something like that's getting ready to happen. So it's just horrific. It is cool to see uh, all these nations coming together to send aid. In the midst of that, though, you've got Russia still shelling the Ukraine. You got just weird things happening. You had Iran and Russia form a pact this week to build 6,000 drones. Now, these are kamikaze drones. They look like B-1 bombers from the United States, just a lot smaller, but just really crazy looking. So you've got new uh, attack bombers, uh, drones coming from Russia. It's wild that Iran's having to help them. Now, this was pretty crazy. I saw today on the Jerusalem Post, it showed a photograph of Iran released of one of their underground air bases. I mean, it's an entire runway and an entire air base underground. And they touted saying they have four more of those. I like it that the, the International Energy uh, Atomic Energy Agency came out again this week talking about Iran has enough material for four nuclear weapons. So that's why Israel did that attack this last week. I do like in that massive attack that they did, uh, the trucks that they took out, they sent flares out so the drivers of those trucks could get out so they wouldn't get killed. So Israel had to take out 26 trucks filled with missiles coming down from Iran, down into Syria. It happened on the Iraqi border. That's what's going on all the time. So little things are happening behind the scenes that never make it into the news that show us we're, we're getting set up for World War III. 
it's pretty remarkable to see the nations come together and blatantly say that's what they're doing. I remember when Turkey was getting ready to invade Syria a few weeks ago, they said, we're getting ready to invade Syria. At least Hitler kept it quiet. Nowadays, the three main players of the Ezekiel 38 war are almost at war right now, Turkey, Iran, and Russia. And then you have China bringing a, a, a reconnaissance balloon over the United States. And, and I like that they kept this very quiet in the news. One of the commanders said, this is the perfect way to deliver an EMP, perfect way to deliver a nuclear strike to our uh, electrical grid. So you got things that are pushing the envelope that way toward the Ezekiel 38 war. You've got several of our naval vessels over in the Baltic Sea, first time since the really the war with uh, Russia and the Ukraine. You've got more nations sending help to the Ukraine. This was pretty interesting. It looked like Israel was going to send an iron dome over to the Ukraine. So you're getting so much more equipment coming to Ukraine, literally even from NATO nations. So it looks like Russia is getting ready to go to war with NATO. I mean, you had a factory in Latvia get blown up by Russia. What was that factory doing? It was building drones for the Ukraine. So you got explosions in NATO countries coming from Russia. All that tells me is these guys the are showing their true colors everywhere. I mean, Taiwan had to do a, a readiness drill because of China's incursion this last two days. So uh, the generals talked about that we would be with war with China within two years. So I don't even get into all the other stuff with, with asteroids, all the other stuff with, there was a solar flare. There's some debris came off of the sun this last week and was uh, going around the sun. And the, the scientists said they don't know what that is. I thought that was a little bizarre. So there's many, many more things happening like that are pointing to, hey, Jesus is just about to come back. You had tiles falling off, uh, the mosaic tiles falling off the Temple Mount the last few days. Guess what tiles they were? They were tiles that were written from the Quran, anti-Christian. Only the anti-Christian tiles are falling off the Temple Mount. One of the rabbis said, this is a sign we're getting ready for the third temple. So, I mean, it, this is it. It's amazing. So we always uh, are excited because this is not a scary time. It's a wonderful time. We're about to see the king. So let's go to the scriptures and look at the, the signs. We have so many signs. We'll buzz through a few of them. We do it every week. Number one, you got Israel regathered in our lifetime, made a nation in 1948. You have Jerusalem won back in 1967. Jesus said, the generation that sees those two events won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So however you do the math, it's comical to hear people try to twist the math up, but however you do it, it's us. I hear people say, I'm not comfortable with that. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, this is it. Jesus is coming in our lifetime. So after that, you've got the Hebrew language restored. You've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You've got their capital building that looks identical to the Tower of Babel. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. This last year, you had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was uh, on the Day of Atonement. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. You have 172 different species of predatory bird. Birds start showing up in the land of Israel right after the Ezekiel 38 war. God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later, the battle of Armageddon calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. You've got the cleanup crew in Israel right now. That's pretty remarkable. You have the Temple Mount, uh, the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. So it's remarkable to see uh, Jordan this last week even push Netanyahu again, saying we want to uh, build some more buildings on the Temple Mount. It's like, no, you're crazy. You can't do that. So all these things that are pointing to his return, I mean, it's kind of blatant uh, when you see sign after sign after sign. you got men will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. 
The stuff with transgender, you have the Church of England even saying that God's going to be neither male nor female. You got uh, nationalities coming out against God like that. You got colleges coming out with anti-Semitism. I don't cover all that every week, but it's blatant uh, how how bold uh, they've gotten with all that stuff. So crazy. Uh, so that that's pretty remarkable right there, but there's many, 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 many more. Once you get into it, it's kind of overwhelming. Like how come there be 70 some odd signs? One of the ones that's pretty remarkable is Russia rebuilt the uh, the entryway for Baal worship, the big, big uh, archway in Palmyra, uh, Syria. Why is that a big deal? That's where the Tower of Babel was. And the Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the coming of the Messiah. You have 20,000 sheep from Jacob's lineage show up at the in Israel a few weeks ago. That's crazy. You have the red heifers that are ready. So the Temple Mount Institute is completely ready for sacrifices. I am amazed that the mayor even said he probably will let them go up on the Temple Mount and have sacrifices in April. That's pretty remarkable. Last year, they had sacrifices on the edge of the Temple Mount and got arrested, but then they were released. So all these things are coming together that point to his return. So then you have signs, then you go to signals. You had the blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? NASA calls that a tetrad. The last time you had that was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. You had Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. What did he find? He found the Americas uh, be a safe harbor for the Jews. So remarkable to have those dates coinciding with certain uh, amazing things with blood red moons. Then you have uh, signals. Uh, you have the Bethlehem star. You got Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together at the birth of Jesus. What was the constellation? Virgo. I mean, you had uh, Regulus do retrograde motion and crown Jupiter. Pretty wild. So you have all those coming together, and they came together this last year, first time in 2,000 years. Uh, Bethlehem star, wow, all those came together again. So the heavens are declaring the glory of God. It's remarkable how heaven is trying to get the church aware that there's a change coming. And you hear people go, oh, we've been hearing that all of our lives. And I've heard you people say, well, these signs have all happened before. No, they've never happened. All the signs we talk about in the book, these have never happened before, only our generation. Now, you had certain signs at the first coming of the Lord. But remember, for one, every verse there is about the first coming, eight times more about the second coming, very documented. So we're privileged and blessed. What do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor be involved, be, be uh, on deck. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life. I mean, how would we act if we knew Jesus was coming tomorrow? I hope we'd be kinder. So we get into all of these signs because he loves you so much. He wants to bless you, wants to strengthen you. That's right, isn't it, England? He wants people to be in position doing what they're called to do. So amazing that he died for us, but he's about to come back. Wow. Jesus, the King of glory, coming back to the earth. Hey, let's, we'll pick up next week with what's happened all around the earth of setting up the stage for the entrance of God himself, Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.